Is this girl gonna throw up on me? Has it been a long week? Do you need a break? Are you stressed? Stuck in your job? Maybe you need an escape. I'm Beth Dival. I'm Tatiana Abaro. And I'm Ezekiel Kajakai. And this is Escape Break, where we discuss all things escape rooms in Southern California. The good. The bad. The funny. And don't forget the awkward. Trust me, I wish I could. This show is just on the horizon. Get ready to sit back, relax, stop working, and take a break with us. Hello, everyone. This is Escape Break, brought to you by the Cager Express. My name is Ezekiel Kajakai, and on the other sides of the microphone, spooky but sophisticated, we have Tatiana Abaro. Hello, hello. And then we have riding on a broom like a witch, but don't call her up. That's Beth Dival. It's spooky season. How's everyone doing? We're good. I'm good. How about you? I'm good too. Of course, this is our Halloween episode. Today, we're going to talk about scary escape rooms, scary movies, scary events. And we're also going to feature a special game you might have heard on our last episode about dying to ask you. Well, our colleague Beth has dying to ask you. So we're going to play a couple rounds of dying to ask you a little bit later in the show. But before we get started, October, of course, known for spooky season and escape rooms. They're scary ones and they tend to kind of pop up around this time. Of course, you can find them every day of the year. But I wanted to ask you guys in the trends in the history of escape rooms, do you feel scary rooms are rising in popularity or dying out? Tati, I'm going to start with you as the resident chicken. (laughs) I feel like there are more of them. And the reason why I say that is because I always have a running list of ones that are like new that I want to play whenever I'm in SoCal. And I feel like there's more that I cannot play because of the scare factor. <laughs> so for me, I think there are more. I think people love the immersion and the feeling they get when they're scared. So it kind of sticks with them yeah. a little bit more. And I totally get that. Um, it helps you remember. I, for me, like there's more moments to remember. So, okay. yes, I think it is popping up more and more. Okay. And Beth, definitely still in that chicken coop. How do you feel about the rise or fall of scary escape rooms lately? I'm like paying rent at this chicken coop at this point. <laughs> I feel like escape rooms have definitely, a lot more of the scary ones have popped up a lot. Those I've run into the same issue of the rooms that I have left are the scary ones near mm-hmm. me. And it's just doing it with one other person is so difficult to get through all of it. I just feel like they've really popped up a lot more because there's so many ways that you can go about scary, whether that's monsters or murder mystery or something. So there's so many endless opportunities. So I can see why there's, they're so popular and you can really make them so immersive, but like my brain shuts off in scary escape rooms. So it's a little hard for me to like get through that list. Sure. Nice, nice. So what scares you guys more? Is it the monsters? Is it the serial killers? 
that the stories that could actually be reality is it paranormal or is it just sheer darkness darkness <laughs> yeah darkness and the unknown is yes <laughs> sorry the darkness and the like, unknown is really what gets me like not knowing what's there and it may be looking at you no thank you and it's the I think for you Tati it's the presence of an actor that almost takes it over the top so yeah for sure if there wasn't an actor but the premise was still spooky scary and you had to walk into the unknown dark by yourself would you still be scared I would still be scared but I can do it and I have in some aspects so that is fine I feel like I'm more scared of the I've said it multiple times it's my reaction it's bad for everybody so let's just not do it (laughs) Beth what's on your to-do list in terms of these popular rooms that are scary but you haven't either had the time or gotten the group together to play I mean there's so many of them that have popped up in Orange County that I haven't done yet. I think Deceptive Games came out with a scary room and Zoe Reborn has been redone. And that just sounds terrifying. I mean, Project Minotaur is one that's been out for so long that I've been like, yep, it's on my list, but like far down at the bottom because it's like a seven foot guy chasing you. And I know I would eat shit. I know I would. Zoe made me eat shit. I know that Minotaur would too. (laughs) Tati, what about you? What's on your to-do list or maybe not to-do list? (laughs) The ones that I don't want to do are Zoe. I have no interest in that. The first time I did it, I was just so scared out of my mind. No no puzzles were solved by me. Mm -hmm. I was a track star in that room. And that's not what I want to pay for an escape room for. I can run for free outside. So... That is just not up my alley. However, I was talking to Kennedy at Deceptive Mm -hmm. Games because she knows that I'm a big chicken. And she said they can tone it down if you do want to play. Because I told her I want to play. It's just, I'm so scared. And she goes, we can do it for you. Just keep in mind that it may not be as fun because that's, I get it. It's part of the fun factor of that room. Mm -hmm. However, there are some people that just cannot function like myself. So that also takes the fun out of it. So I'd rather be interactive with the game and the puzzles and play that way. I would really like to play Lampkin, but on the same note, I was talking to Stacey now and they said if there's no actor that sucks out the fun because they're all about to scare. Everything I've heard is so great about that room. So I would love to play it. I just don't know how I'm going to act in there. Yeah, yeah. And of the three of us, not that I'm incredibly brave at all but i've played the most scary games of us three i can say for sure the most recent game i played was lampkin lane it really became my favorite scary game which a little bit of a spoiler to a segment later in this show but it it is my favorite scary game right now it does have an actor it is scary it is a lot of fun and i think they do it well now i've also played zoe reborn to pair up with my good friend beth I also ate shit, but this time in the remake, a bunch of us, we play with a group of nine. It's a very frantic game. I think it's a bit over the top for me, especially with the use of tasers. But in our chaos, we were running and an actor jumped out. I bumped into someone. I don't even know what I tripped on. And my knee just banged into the cement. 
and uh, oh, I no. I got a pretty big bruise that's still here today. This is probably about three weeks since the playing that game. But if you're looking for scares, just pure scares and terror, that's the game to play. Uh, not for me. So I'm on Tati's side. There's definitely some other scary games that I feel do the balance well and give you what you're looking for. So you come out having a good time. Nonetheless, I hope you guys can play. And we talked about this last episode at Nerd. Mike Bento, one of our devout listeners and others, are looking to play games with you guys in terms of they're kind of on the fence, too. These are people that... Maybe their whole group of friends are scared, but deep down, they really love escape rooms. They don't want to miss out. So they've said, hey, if Tati or Beth wants to play Minotaur, add me as a third to the group. I'd be happy to play. We'll all be chickens together. I know that's a hard thing to coordinate, but you guys have people that are encouraging you and want to commiserate with you. I just have to like send out a disclaimer if you want to sign up to do a scary room, you'll be doing all of the work. 100%. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, if you want to play with us, we'll play. But just keep in mind, you are signing up for some scaredy cat people that are just going to cower. So you have to be the brave one to do the stuff that needs to get done. <laughs> but yeah, hey, contracts honestly, will you be might signed. be a part. Yeah, a waiver. You might be part of a story that I talk about constantly in one of these podcasts, too. So I might be like, remember the time I had a panic attack? Well, like all of these fun people were also there. Yeah, I can vouch. I- I've been in a scary escape room with both of you, and I've had to be the one at times to do the scary things. Or Luckily. a shield. Or a shield. Definitely a shield. Yeah. yeah a shield. Or like totally ditched with the actor in the background. <laughs> yep. Left for dead, fingernails in my arm from someone holding on, whatever it might be. But it's fun. So, and I can also vouch for both of you of being fun to play with despite all your nerves and erraticness that might happen because of the scares. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of things will be said, but I'm sure they'll be mostly funny. <laughs> All right, that being said, let's let's talk a little bit outside of the escape room realm right now. Guys, why do you like well, I'm I'm assuming, but I think you all love October and Halloween. Why do you like it? Uh, besides escape rooms and besides scary movies, all that stuff, we'll get into that later. But is there any specific Halloween October event that you really enjoy? Tati, I'll start with you. Well, I love October. I think it's the best month of the whole entire year for a lot of reasons. So yes, I enjoy Halloween as a kid, always growing up, always wanted to go to Halloween events. So that was definitely a big factor for me. Even now, uh, I don't dress up every year, but Mm -hmm. I love seeing all of the kids that come trick-or-treating to my house and seeing all their cute costumes. So that's one aspect. My birthday is in October. There are actually a lot of October birthdays in my life. So okay. I, I love celebrating birthdays in general. The way right. I see birthdays is not a year to get older, but celebrating another year of some of my favorite people coming into my life. So mm-hmm. that that's how I see birthdays. Okay. That's why that's why I enjoy birthdays. Um, but then the like spooky fall stuff. I love doing corn mazes, like cornfield mazes. I think yeah. those are a lot of fun. There's actually one about 20 minutes away from me that held the Guinness World Record for the longest maze uh, three years ago. 
I guess since then someone has beat them out, but it took us almost three hours to get out of it. And we had a map to get out. It was so long, you guys. But it was it's a lot of fun. I love all the like basic stuff. Give me pumpkin. I've been to pumpkin festivals. Like I love all of it. So yeah, I think October is the best month. Nice. That's one heck of a corn maze. <laughs> Beth, what about you? Do you love October, Halloween? And if so, why or why not? Yeah, I think I've always really loved October and Halloween, mostly because I just love when everything turns to fall. Like, cause you know, in California, like we don't really get a fall, but mm-hmm. like decorative wise, like <laughs> everything starts turning orange. We get all the cool lights, all the cool decorations. I love seeing like super done up houses and front lawns and decorations. I love seeing the full-blown costumes that look just like the characters online on tv whatever I love not scary farm universal horror nights which is so funny because like I don't do scary well but I love the adrenaline that comes with getting spooked but I also love that there is an end in sight with those mazes with escape rooms I have to like I got to get more strength in me before I can do an escape room. But at least with mazes, I can just walk through pretty quickly and go, ah, ah, go. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you on that. But I love all the immersive things. And I feel like in October, that's when it all starts popping up in LA, a couple in Orange County. And there's just so much fun stuff to do. Like there's a haunted car wash. I'm going to do a haunted car wash this month. Right. I mean, I saw that. I I didn't know there was a haunted car wash until I got a flyer on my car after not scary farm. So a lot of cool things to do outside of escape rooms. Immersive theater is definitely a place to explore if you've never done it before. If you have done it, I'm sure you're hooked and you already know about all the things out there, especially during October. That being said, guys, let's talk about your favorite scary movies now the weirdest thing about you guys to me (laughs) is how scared you are in a scary escape room but how willing you might be to do other scary things like your walkthrough haunts beth or like watching scary movies tati where i am entirely the opposite (laughs) i will gladly do a scary escape room and be locked in a room metaphorically with an actor but I cannot sit in front of a TV or a movie screen, watch the scary movie about ghosts or who knows what. So let's do your top three. Is it because it's like, because I understand, but my reason might be totally different from yours. Is it because it's not scary enough? It's too boring or it's like hard to get through? Or is it like, this is hard to watch. I'm afraid or I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, it's a great question. And I've thought about the answer over the years because people ask it a lot. It is simply the fact that in a scary escape room, I have more control of what I can do. I can solve puzzles. I can move away from whatever is coming for me. If needed to, I could defend myself. Now, it's a scary escape room, so I'm not really getting hurt in these. But if needed to, I could defend myself. Like in Zoe Reborn, I was almost to the point where I was about to defend myself because I just wasn't having a good time. But luckily, I was okay. Now, in a scary movie, the only control I have is not to watch the movie. And that defeats the point of a movie. So yes, I am. I'm scared to sit there and just absorb whatever might be in my visual range from watching this screen. 
Yeah, it's, it's too scary for me. I don't have any ability to react other than just turn the movie off. I feel like I'm on the same line with Beth, like with the mazes. I love doing horror nights and all that stuff. You, they can't touch you. So that's a good thing, right? They're only there to just give you a jump scare and you can just walk through and you're done within like, what, three, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you go wait in a long ass line for another one. Yeah. But for movies, like, you know that someone is acting that it's not real. Like for me, that's how I see it. Unless they're like, this is based on a true story. <laughs> and then I'm like, off. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, Tati, I'll start with you since you seem to be the most, uh, I guess, well-versed in scary movies of us three. What are your three favorite at the time scary movies to watch? Some recency bias. Um, because of what I've seen recently. But just as a whole, I really like the thought series. I like the puzzle aspect of it. Yeah. I liked it before Escape Room. So for me, I just like the thought series. I do still need to watch um, the newest one that just came out. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. Um, I watched a lot of Paranormal Activity. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite. I think that some of that stuff is a, a little too corny and slow for me. Okay. I recently saw Smile. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. It was a good mixture of scary and psychological. I love psychological stuff. Okay. Uh, so when you were say asking, you know, scary movies, I didn't know if you wanted to go down that realm mm-hmm. because I think there are some great ones like Memento is a great psychological thriller to me. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Seven, so I thought it was cool when Deceptive Game came out with Seven. Uh, and then one that I watched a really long time ago and recently watched again was The Strangers. Ooh. And that one is pretty effed up. If you haven't seen it, there's one line at the end that is said by a blonde person. And that line has stuck with me for a very, very long time. And all I can say, people, is get yourself an alarm system for your house. The end. The Strangers is one of the movies that I watched when I was in high school that scared me forever. It, to the fact that even when you said it, you heard me. Uh, you know, yeah. In my non-exclamative life, I, I said, ooh. But it's very scary. The, the, the cinematography and just the way things appear in that movie is very real. So I can't believe you watched it again. But <laughs> those are all notable movies i haven't seen them all but the ones that you mentioned that i saw have definitely scared me specifically smile the last one i saw was not a fan too scary for me too, too scary sc- too scary for me so beth let's 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 hear your list um i have a really like short list that's okay my <laughs> list is short very, too very short. but it was it was so hard to pick some movies because i like i saw saw recently and i was like oh this is pretty good but like you guys have no idea how painful it was for me to get through that movie I was like hiding behind my boyfriend and I'm like what's that noise and I'm like is that like skin being ripped off like what is that noise like it was hard for me to get through I was literally exhausted by the end of the movie so it's good it's just not on my list because I was so tired by the end of the movie but I do really like Midsummer. No matter okay. how screwed up that movie was, it truly was like messed up. But I really loved how 
you know, I don't like dark movies. It's hard for me to see. I could see everything in this one and it scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also put down Nope because, you know, Aliens. that's like a tame, spooky movie for yeah. me. Um, I added A Quiet Place. Again, kind okay. of tame. Monsters, kind of. Sign language. I- We're on a theme. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I added in Coraline because that was like the first scary movie to me that I saw yeah. in theaters and it was in 3D. Okay. And I think I was like eight years old, like crapping myself in a seat. Like, <laughs> wow. I remember I Coraline that. 3D in movie theaters. I saw that too. That's it was so scary because she's like doing this with her hands and she's like, bleh, bleh. And I'm like, you need this. Yeah, I mean, people with buttons for eyes, like, if you think about Coraline, if it was real, like, you were really in Coraline, then yes, that would be scary, for sure. Mm -hmm. So there's always... And the real story is even scarier. Like, it was based on a book, and that book is even scarier. The hallway wasn't, like, that pretty tunnel going into the other world. It was, like, a creepy hallway with a Mm -hmm. bunch of doors and a squishy carpet floor. Yeah. And I was like... I don't like that. And she goes, yeah. And every time you walk through, like you just feel more and more uneasy. I'm like, why walk through? (laughs) Why would Uh, you make that choice? But that's my list. Okay. That's a solid list. Solid list. For me, I would say if I have to choose favorite scary movies or scary series, I would choose Get Out. I think that's really excellent. Also like it because, well, I was spoiled the end of the movie, but it's a favorable ending, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I first pumped to that because yeah. I thought it was gonna be like generic ending, like, are you serious? But... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like I like us as well to stay with the same production studio. I'm not gonna throw Nope in there as my third one because I actually didn't think that was scary at all, but still a decent movie to watch. For my third yeah. one, I'm going to go with a series, and it's the Haunting series that I know Tati's watching right now. So Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor, I think, are really fun, scary series to watch on Netflix. And low on the scare can be heightened at time, depending on the episode. But there's there's a lot to think about. And I think if I am going to watch scary movies, there has to be a lot to think about. I didn't like Smile because of the ending. I thought it it didn't really tie together. Saw, as puzzly as it is, it's a little too gruesome for me and a little too evil for me. And then anything involved with ghosts and all that just doesn't make sense to me. So that's my that's my scary movies in terms of what I would watch. If I had to throw a fourth in, I'd probably put like Casper, the friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or like the the Adams family, like Wednesday, the series Wednesday. Not scary at all, but definitely in the spooky realm. So pretty you, good can, list. you can see the differences between us. But <laughs> again, I, that's like a list I could I could get through. I could get through Kai's list, <laughs> but Tati's list scares the hell out of me. It's a little too intense. I didn't even say some of the like scarier ones I've watched, like The Ring and Shudder and Insidious. Like so, there's so, so the, many. So The Ring, along with The Strangers, The Ring was one of those movies. I was a lot younger, so I couldn't like grasp reality yet. But watching a videotape and then being cursed for life like that really upset me. 
And then there's a scene in the ring where someone opens up a closet and there's somebody in there and it's very disfigured. That that like really scares scared me and still scares me right now. So I can't... can I tell a funny story sure. regarding the ring? Sure. So growing up, um, I was an only child for a while until my sibling came along later. Mm-hmm. But my mom and my stepdad wanted to watch the ring. And so they went to Hollywood video, they rented the movie and they're like, we're gonna watch this. And I was like, but what about me? And so they said it's scary. I don't think you should watch it. And me being a little brat was like, no, let me watch it. So they let me watch it as I'm in middle school. And my bedroom at the time in the house we were at was upstairs. And I was the only one that was upstairs and they were downstairs. I watched the movie. I was fucking terrified. And they made me go upstairs to my room without turning on the lights. I ran so fast up the stairs and I had all my lights on at that night. <laughs> I learned my lesson, but uh, I keep watching scary movies, so. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I was being a little brat, so I get it. They were teaching me a lesson. I would be scared. (laughs) I would have been terrified. I, like, created a ruckus in a movie theater when I was a child once. My dad's like, we're going to go see Herbie, fully loaded, the Lindsay Lohan car movie (laughs) on Disney Channel. And instead, he took me to, like, what was even the movie called? Like, World War Z or something? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zombie zombies. Movie. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which like, it wasn't terrifying, but like, I just remember seeing the river of bodies and being like, ah! <laughs> like screaming in the theater and my parents are deaf. And so my dad has no idea that I'm screaming in my chair. And then he like had to send me out to the front and I'm like, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen. I think that was my first scary ish <laughs> movie because my parents were like Disney channel. Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, World War, World War Z. Traumatized. I don't know what they were thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you guys all survived and developed reasonably to be here today. (laughs) Despite (laughs) what scary things could shape you and me. But let's let's change the tone a little bit and let's play a game. So. Beth, you were able to get a deck from Dying to Ask You. It's essentially yes. a Tati. What was what was the the slogan? Something about being <laughs> slutty. I was told. I said, <laughs> "What is this game about?" And one of the creators said, "It is spooky and slutty." And I was like, "Oh, I love this." All right, so we're yeah. gonna get get a little spooky and slutty here on Escape Break for the first time ever. <laughs> We're going to go through, let's go through three cards. Let's all answer them each. What does it say, Beth? What are you saying? Explicit content. Oh, yeah, let's (laughs) do it. Don't worry. This episode has already been marked. (laughs) Every episode with me, this should be mine. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Despite my efforts every now and then, the other two drop a swear word, so I have to mark the episode. (laughs) Every time I'm on here, I'm like, nah, fuck. Nah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, dying to ask you, I, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, but knows what Are We Really Strangers is, I think it's kind of similar to that, but with more murder and more fun. I think it gets right to the point of getting to know people because those Are You, Are We Really Strangers decks are huge. And, you know, it takes a while to get to know whoever you're playing with. Whereas this is this tiny deck 
and it gets straight to the point. So if you, you're trying to make friends or trying to get to know people or trying to figure out if somebody in your life is like a psychopath or a murderer, this is a really good one to get. <laughs> nice. But All right, Beth. So what's my, our first question? I'm going to start off pretty easy. I, I picked some pretty good ones, more spooky than sexy. Slutty. <laughs> Yeah, I that's for, that's for our, uh, what did we say, Escape Break After Dark or something? Escape Break After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> that's for next week's episode. <laughs> the... I'm worried. No. <laughs> and next week's episode never happens. <laughs> but the very first thing that I have is what urban legend scared you the most as a kid? And All I right. do have an answer for this. Okay, we'll let you but... go first as Tati and I think. Okay. The thing is, is like, I hate saying the word, so I will just say it one time. Okay. I really, really am so terrified of skinwalkers. They terrify me. They terrify me. They terrify me. I hate them. I what, see TikTok. I, what are they? Well, yeah, what is that? They're like, like entities that can like morph into different things. They're very like popular in Native American cultures because they're always found on like reservations and fields and they'll take shape of like animals or people you know. They'll call out your name or something and they'll sound like either yourself or like someone you know and they're trying to like attract you to them and then they, you know, they kill you. I don't know what happens after that. No one's ever admitted what happens or something. <laughs> okay. But All right. I've seen so many videos and TikToks and photos and people are like, this is a true story. And I'm like, is it a true story? And then I hear it. I go, is it a true story? I'm so scared. But like, it got to a point where I don't even like saying the word anymore because apparently that like attracts them or something, but that could just be me being, you know, spooked and afraid. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Tati, you want to go next or me? Sure. I got... Yeah, I can go. Okay. As a kid, I thought the Candyman was pretty scary. Um, I had a best friend in elementary school that was just as into spooky stuff. And we were numb nuts and we tried it in the dark in the bathroom at our private school, ironically. Um, so I don't know if anybody knows, but if you say... Candyman three times in the dark looking in a mirror. The idea is that he goes after children and he has this hook and he'll he'll grab you, right? So we were holding hands, looking into the mirror in the dark in the bathroom. We did it. I swear to you, I felt something on my shoulder. There was nobody else in this bathroom. It was just me and her. And we were holding each other's hands. I quickly said, turn on the lights and nobody was there. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know what happened, but yes, I, I told you I'm a numb nut. Like I do some stupid stuff, but that <laughs> we had mine. the same thing, but it was called Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, similar concept. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I remember getting locked in a bathroom and they were like, say Bloody Mary. And I remember saying something like Blubby Mary because I was like, <laughs> I'll fake it, but they will never know. <laughs> but I was so scared. Well, I'm glad you guys are okay. For me, it's got to be La Llorona. I was going to say that too. The oh, woman. Especially like growing up in a Hispanic family. Yeah, yeah. Being half Hispanic and comically saying I'm from the streets. This definitely always is in my head. 
uh, the lady at the lake basically calling children to the lake only to drown them. Very scary to me. And going to Halloween Horror Nights uh, a year ago, they had a maze based upon this, which I believe they've had before. It was my first time. Very scary. I think uh, as as strange as this statement may sound, I'm very scared of spooky women. So anything with like the long hair in front and just like it's so powerful. It doesn't matter if they're buff or not. Like, I just know <laughs> they're going to kill me. I just said he's scared of us, Beth. <laughs> yeah. I, so here's, here's, here's scary the truth. Women. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm physically bigger than both of you. Uh, I, I'm physically stronger than both of you. But if I ever was like one-on-one with you in the dark and you just got out of the shower and your hair was in front of your face and you were just acting all weird with me, I would be terrified. I do that <laughs> because I have long black hair. Yeah, you I, do. So my friends and I, we would put together a little spooky house. And I would always be the ring person or the grudge person because of my hair. Yeah. And I, it would scare the parents so bad. Every please, time. please never do that to me. Even as a joke, I will pull a Tati and I will kick you. That's fair. <laughs> I And I would probably deserve it if I did that to you. <laughs> and you're like, worth it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so strange to me too, because in real life, I love you both dearly. But like that vision to me just really invoke something else inside so moving on (laughs) beth what's our next question the next one is what could your business learn from serial killers to make the workplace more efficient Ooh, what could your business so like my yeah like your workplace i guess can can we take this as what could escape break learn from serial killers we can (laughs) i mean i i can go first because and this pains me to say this, but I'm not going to shy away from the truth. There is a strange infatuation from the female crowd to murder mysteries. So <laughs> I think if we started including a segment about mysteries and murder involved with escape rooms and things like that on the show, we might get a spike in following from the female population because I, it's very rare that you find a female that is not into uh, my favorite murder or watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series, et cetera, et cetera. That, so that's how we could improve from serial killers. I'm, I'm not going to do it from escape break aspect. I'll do okay. it from my job because it's pretty relatable. Yes. Um, I think that we could learn and I think this goes into like a way deeper thing for me. I'm thinking way too deep, but like learning the psychological mind of what they think and seeing their planning process would definitely help my job. For those that don't know, I work in forensics. So that would be a huge benefit for my job because we could prevent a lot of it or stop it from expanding to so many deaths. So I'll do it from that point of view. Nice. Mine is so different, (laughs) which that's the thing about this game is that you can really get to know somebody through these questions because they can either go to like a, like a route that is not murdering people versus murdering people (laughs) or like, what's the first thing you do after like finding a dead body? It's like report it or hide it. Like you learn a lot. And so in my case, 
I do work for an escape room that is going to open eventually. And it's, I feel like we could learn from serial killers by killing the people who break the rules. Oh my gosh, Beth. (laughs) Obviously, I'm not going to do that. Please come to my escape room in the future. I'm not going to do that. But I was like, yeah, that would make it pretty efficient. Like no broken props, no random people in the ceiling. (laughs) So you're enforcing the rules by saying, if you do this, this will happen. Then you'll die or be tortured. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm getting right to the point. That would work. There would be no repeat offenders, if you know what I mean. I would not go to your escape room, Beth. (laughs) That's okay. I understand. The stakes are very high. Too high. I love my life. I'm going to keep it. We just saw, like, the horns of Beth reveal for, like, I know. (laughs) I know. My last name does spell devil if you just switch two letters. So nice to meet you guys. I'm double. (laughs) It's all making sense to me now. The math is mathing. <laughs> All right. What's the next question, you little devil? <laughs> well, maybe I'll be a little less scary here because, oh, no, you woke up dead. Now that you're a ghost, how will you spend the afterlife? Oh, dude, this is a legit question. So you have like your options, right? You have your torment and then you have your just like explore and like go through walls and have fun like that. I'm on the edge of I want to just mess with people, but not in a scary way. Like I want to (laughs) I want to go to certain people that maybe have way too much money and press an extra button when they're like wiring money to different areas and be like, oh, you just lost five mil. It just went to people who need it. Right. Hop the rich. You want to be a Robin Hood. I want to be a ghost Robin Hood is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, like be involved as a ghost to like stop crime. So like, obviously, if you're deep into stopping crime, like like Tati is more than any of us, uh, there's dangers to it. But as a ghost, I'm already dead. So if there was like a trafficking issue going on and I could stop it as a ghost, with no fear of the bad guys like turning around and killing me, that'd be awesome because now I'm saving people even though I'm dead. So that's what I would do as a ghost. A vigilante ghost. I like that answer. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think I would just be a a prankster, honestly. (laughs) Like I think I would be putting whoopee cushions under people's chairs, under the people I don't like. I would go to my friends and like, act like a cat probably and like knock off one little thing off their <laughs> shelf and they were like Beth get out and then I'm like no <laughs> and then I leave like I don't want to you know I, I must have already killed so many people from the last question so I, I you know I want to just chill and be like in a silly goofy mood as a ghost for the rest That's of my true. afterlife <laughs> mine would be more adventuring I love to explore new things and travel to new places so you can literally go anywhere as a ghost. And that idea is really cool to me. That's awesome. So that's what I'd want to do. What's the first place you would want to go? Oh, man, I really want to go to Europe. Like okay. as a person that's an, alive right now. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. As a ghost, though, would you like join an escape room group and just like <laughs> be over their just shoulder? There. Try to talk yeah. to them be like, you're doing the puzzle wrong. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Or 
I found a key here. <laughs> Just like drop it in front of them. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. <laughs> and then people are like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's part I of the game. Special effects. <laughs> How did you guys make that happen? Make what happen? <laughs> <laughs> the effects are really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So that's a good glimpse of dying to ask you. We can drop the link to hopefully they have a website or an Instagram in our episode details, but that was pretty fun. So thanks Beth for sharing the game with us. Let's conclude the show with your top three scary escape rooms. Now this isn't based upon scare factor. It's based upon how much you liked it. So even though we all have different, I guess, tolerances for scary We've all played Scary Escape Rooms and we've all had fun. So I want to know what are your top three at the time? Uh, Not saying anything about this is the scariest room you've ever played, just ones you've had a lot of fun in. Beth, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, My first one is The Silence at 13th Room. Yes. I just made some really great memories in there. That's a very memorable escape room experience. <clears throat> panic attack <clears throat> hey, but it went really well <laughs> if that day didn't go well i don't think you would be here i think you would not want yeah. to be here because you'd be upset at me so i'm glad that made your list thank you yeah i think it made us get closer because i was like standing outside of the escape room going god i throw up i, throw up. <laughs> I do remember that and i was like is this girl gonna throw up on me but- <laughs> I was like, we were walking to the next escape room. Like, do you have a bag, please, please. <laughs> Great memories, though. I did think the scares there were so good. I think that was the first time that I literally like jumped over a table in my entire life. It was spooky enough to make me do some crazy stuff. Nice. <laughs> and then I love the 13th basement at exit game OC. Mm-hmm. That's just a great level of like scary and fun for me, where I was able to like solve some stuff while also being like what the heck is happening what is that loud noise why is it dark in there (laughs) i just love that game it's a good game and then my last one is the seance at crossroads which is no longer a game it was more of like a immersive theater experience with puzzle elements if i'm remembering correctly but i loved that game so much with the puppets and the actors and just how immersive it felt i was i felt like i was doing a real seance Mm -hmm. and i was like doing some crazy witchy stuff and i loved it nice nice tati how about you yeah uh i've gotta go with the morgue okay it was originally at evil genius and they brought it over to off the couch which is in northern california and it is really good as far as replicating what they already had and then making it better mm-hmm. because they did add some different elements so i would highly recommend that game mr giggles you freaking got me <laughs> good to you kudos to you i gotta go with one of the first scary rooms i've ever played hex room mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a classic because it's been around for so long it's gone through multiple iterations and they've just made it better every single time which is awesome and the fact that people still talk about it after I don't even know five six years maybe even longer that's amazing that's a 
something to be so proud of. So definitely that very unique. And oh man, to pick a third one, I've got to go with The Last Supper. It's not too spooky. Yeah. But it gives you enough of an adrenaline rush that it makes you be on your toes the whole entire time. You're constantly, mm-hmm. it feels like you're constantly watching your back. Yeah. And they do a good job of scaring you at the right time and pacing the game. Okay. So I appreciated that, especially when with the group that I played, I actually felt like one of the braver ones because I knew that the actor, although there was an actor, the way they paced it was pretty good. Nice. So those would be my three. Okay. So to not repeat anything, because I definitely would have put silence in there because the memories and I, I think it's a really solid game. I definitely mm-hmm. would have put the morgue in there because of memories and it's a really solid game and just so many dimensions to it to give you a new list. That's just equally as fun. Uh, number one, of course, would be Lampkin. Obviously some recently bias here, but I really think it's a superb game in what it does. Very good balance of scary, but also puzzles. I would put Weeping Witch in there at Crossroads, a very scary game, but good scenes in terms of like the scary parts are cinematic and then the rest of the game are just solving puzzles, which allows people to do it. For the third game, I'm very much on the fence here. I would say uh, my my favorite third game in terms of just putting everything together was out in Baton Rouge in the asylum. Uh, So I got to play that with both of you and some others in our traveling band of comrades. Uh, a really cool game, a little bit old school on the side of the puzzles, but just large. And the fact that our game master was awesome, the teamwork was awesome, and it's the bravest I've ever seen Tati. I, I feel like she walked into the dark on her own, and I've never seen her do that. That was super cool. So uh, Yeah. Tati, when you said you were scared of like scary escape rooms, I remembered that and I went, I think she did like really good in that room. <laughs> but so there was no actor, right? I, yes. And I knew yeah. that, but I also was foolish to think that there wouldn't be anybody there even throughout the end. Yeah. 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 There was that so. one moment where I was like, there's someone. And then I turned around and I went, there's no one. <laughs> I was like, who is that? <laughs> Yeah. Which I still don't really remember what was going on. So I guess that's not a spoiler. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think you're fine. Yeah. With that one. While, while <laughs> we limited the thing. list to three, there's just so many out there that are fun, are the perfect balance and can give you what you want. So there's many out there. We'd love to hear what you guys think, what your favorites are. Uh, but those are the three each of us can put forward today to jump to the future. Tati and I were out in Arizona and Paragon Escape is going to have a scary room. It's called Requiem. It's supposed to be pretty darn big. It's supposed to have some really uh, shock and awe moments. Hopefully that can join the favorite list and hopefully Tati is uh, brave enough to play one day. Hopefully both of you are brave enough to play one day. We said we would. So I will do it as long as we have the people like you who will do majority of the puzzles. <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, have a safe Halloween, October spooky events. If you're conjuring any spirits, uh, be nice to them. And we hope to see you in November as a human, not a ghost. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy your Ouija boards. Hey, Kai, guess what? 
No, don't say it. I need more time. Er, break time is just about over. But Tati, what if they want more? They can tune into the next episode. Next episode? Of course. There's so many more escape adventures to share. Well, what can they do between now and then? They can like us on social media. Share this episode? Yes, absolutely. And what if they are new to the show? Then I think they should go back and listen to all the great episodes. Awesome. And don't forget to send in your questions to us. And be sure to tune in soon for your next escape break.